I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, February 8th. James Devine will be the next Ward 4 city councilor in Quincy. Voters in yesterday's special election chose Devine over Joel Buenaventura to fill the seat for the rest of the year. Devine got 628 votes and Buenaventura earned 412 votes. The turnout was just over 9% with just over 1,000 votes cast. There are over 11,000 registered voters in Ward 4. Devine will serve out the remainder of the Ward for term and will be eligible to run for the full two-year term this fall. The vacancy was created when former Ward 4 Councilor Brian Palmucci resigned late last year after being appointed a district court judge. Devine has said he intends to seek the full two-year term. He will be sworn in during Monday night's City Council meeting at City Hall. A flood control project is getting underway along the Furnace Brook in Quincy. The city says the work is focusing along the area between Quarry and Cross Streets, creating a more meandering design of the brook to help control flooding. Slopes along the banks of the brook between Quarry Street and Father McMahon Way will be regraded to allow for better flood storage during heavy rains. Officials say the project will work to save as many trees as possible and to save much of the native vegetation. Flynn Construction of Milton is doing the work with oversight from Woodward and Curran engineers and Granite City partners. The work's expected to be completed this fall, with new plantings continuing into the spring of 2024. A federal grant is paying for the design work of that project. Plans for a large new performing arts center in Quincy Center may have to be downsized due to exorbitant costs. Two years ago, Mayor Thomas Koch, along with developer Sam Slater from Tremont Asset Management, unveiled plans for a 500,000-square-foot, three-level performing arts center with residential development above at the city-owned Messina parking lot on Hancock Street. But Koch says inflation may force those plans to change. Slater is also developing a 15-story, 204-unit residential tower in Quincy Center and is developing a $100 million residential building on Hancock Street in North Quincy. Well, Manit Community Health Center has announced its slate of officers for 2023 welcomed two new members and approved a three-year strategic plan. The board of directors includes President Grace Murphy McAuliffe, Larry Flanagan as vice president, Ivan Wong as secretary, and Bob Griffin as treasurer. New members are Cochise Pearson of Foxborough and Roberto Carabajal from Taunton. Under the new three-year plan, Manit says it will be focusing on health information technology infrastructure, service excellence and patient experience, workforce and culture, behavioral health expansion, and strategic partner development and investments and expansions. Manit was founded in 1979 and has three locations in Quincy, and locations in Hall, Taunton, and Attleboro. Authorities arrested a Quincy man early yesterday morning for allegedly driving 60 miles over the speed limits down a dark highway where a deadly crash occurred in Hingham just two days prior. 28-year-old 
Casarjo Nebiage of Quincy was charged with speeding, operating to endanger, and no license in possession. Hingham police say Officer Michael Denley was monitoring traffic in the area of Route 3A at about 1.41 a.m. when he spotted Nebiage's car driving at a high rate of speed eastbound through the intersection. The officer's dash cam clocked the car traveling 104 miles per hour through a 40-mile-per-hour zone. Officer Dunley's handheld radar showed the car going 101 when it began to brake. Dash cam video shows Nebiash slamming the brakes, nearly crashing into a pole as soon as he noticed the officer turn on his lights. Miraculously, the car stopped short of the pole, but the force of the stoppage caused Nebiash's cell phone to automatically alert 911 that he was in a crash. As Officer Dunley approached the car, a dispatcher called Nebiage to ask if he was okay. There were no injuries. Nebiage was held on $1,500 cash bail until his arraignment in Hingham District Court. A request was also submitted to the RMV to have his license suspended as an immediate threat. Well, Duxbury mother Lindsay Clancy is accused of strangling her three young children with exercise bands while their father was out picking up dinner. Clancy was arraigned virtually from her hospital bed where she remains as she's treated for injuries suffered when she jumped from a window of her Duxbury home last month. She's charged with two counts of murder, three counts of strangulation or suffocation, and a count of assault and battery. After picking up the takeout and going to the drugstore for the medication, Patrick Clancy returned to a silent home, found his wife bleeding, and called 911. In the basement, he discovered his three children, Cora and Dawson, died at the hospital. Callan was flown to Children's Hospital and died on January 27th. Prosecutors told the court that Lindsay Clancy's acts were deliberate and planned, but her attorney says... His client was battling postpartum depression and was over-medicated at the time. The judge did not set monetary bail, but said Lindsay will remain in her current hospital until she is medically able to transfer to a rehabilitation facility. A probable cause hearing is set for May 2nd. Well, hundreds of patients had to be evacuated from Brockton Hospital after a nine-alarm transformer fire broke out yesterday morning, prompting a massive emergency response. Fire departments from a number of South Shore towns were called in to battle the blaze. 125 patients safely evacuated. Fire was knocked down about 9.30 and there were no injuries reported. And the hospital will remain closed until at least the end of Friday. School officials investigating after fans at Wellesley High School allegedly yelled racial slurs at an opposing team prior to Friday night's boys basketball game. Weymouth Public School Superintendent Robert Wargo said he was made aware of an incident involving fans from Wellesley yelling racial slurs at some of the Weymouth High School boys basketball players before the game. The game continued. It resulted in a 55-50 road loss for Weymouth. Wellesley school officials say they are investigating and will discipline any involved in that incident. A check of business news this morning. Stocks are down. The Dow lost 69. The Nasdaq dropped 30. The S&P fell 11. Shares are mixed in Asia. The dollar fell. The euro rose. Oil at $77 a barrel. 
Sports. Celtics host the Sixers tonight at 7.30. Today's forecast, partly cloudy and mild, high 50 degrees. For tonight, cloudy, a low 30. Rain tomorrow, high of 47. Friday, partly cloudy and very mild at the high near 60 degrees. Sun and cloud Saturday, highs in the mid-40s. For the boater, waves about 2 feet. Wind out of the west right now, 10 to 15 knots, becomes southerly later today. High tide right after 1 p.m. Sunrise, 649, set at 5.07. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, February 8th.